Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Here's drilled him with a right hand and missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platform. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. skirmish the last several seasons just because of the fact that unfortunately these uh, two organizations haven't been able to get to the halcyon days of yore where Edmonton and Calgary were uh, most seasons at worst uh, two of the best three teams in the NHL, if not the best two uh, teams. Like Battle of Alberta, first of five meetings between the two teams the rest of the season. The Edmonton Oilers are at game number 41 tonight. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you in Oilers Now. Hope you had a wonderful Christmas break. Oilers Now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. We'll set it up. There's going to be some lineup changes for the two hockey clubs tonight. Uh, We're going to hear from lots of different individuals, including Edmonton Oilers head coach Dave Tippett. We'll hear from Connor McDavid. We'll hear from Zach Cassian. Uh, We'll hear from Alfonso Davies of Bayern Munich FC. Yes, the Canadian star player who's actually playing a new position this year. They got him uh, sort of the, uh, on the uh, as a fullback. This is a guy, obviously, that was an attacking midfielder uh, for Canada. Uh, Bayern Munich, one of the four top sides on the entire planet. Reed Wilkins will swing by in the first half hour of the show at 12:35. Jam-packed show. Uh, Elliot Friedman. For our friends at River Cree Resort and Casino at 105, Sportsnet spec Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta, the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry. And at 135 today, General Manager of the Calgary Flames, Brad Treliving. Of course, you can reach us at any time on our River Cree Resort and Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. Enjoy the new smoke-friendly expansion embers at River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement, bet on it. And you can text us at 780-496-0063 on our Ashley Fine Floors text line as well. Ashley Fine Floors, strong enough for any 
mini sticks tournament. I'm at Rogers Place, 8th floor, Edmonton Oilers, Calgary Flames Night, back at the 630 Chad Studios. Brendan Escott. Brendan, Dave did a great job on Monday. How was your uh, holiday break? Excellent. Got to breathe some of that fresh mountain air in Washington State. Uh, all is good. I feel nice and reset, and hopefully the Oilers do too. Uh, they let you back in the country, did they? Yeah, it was a bit of a negotiation process, but they figured they should. All right, there you go. Of course, you can reach us on Twitter at Oilers now. You can reach me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer and Brendan Escott. Uh, Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Again, Mark Spector coming up today at 105 for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. They present live standard bread racing on New Year's Eve, 7.15 at Century Mile. Here's what we're looking at tonight. It's the Edmonton Oilers, 4-9-1 uh, and one in their last 14 games. They played those 14 games over a stretch of 23 days. The Oilers actually started the season 16-7-3. Edmonton is 3-6-1 in their last 10. They're still 20-16-4 overall. But uh, they've now put themselves in a position where uh, they're going to have to uh, start putting some wins together. No question about that. The Oilers 9-7-3 at home. Connor McDavid up front with Leon Dreisettle and Zach Cassian. Uh, McDavid and Dreisettle. I've been on the ice for one empty net goal for this year and eight empty net goals against seven, which have counted as minuses. The Maple Leafs actually scored a, a power play empty netter against them. Leon Dreisaitl's got 20 points in his last 19 games, but minus 25 during that stretch. He'll look to get that turned around tonight. Connor McDavid over the last 12 games, two goals, 14 points, dash nine. Again, a bunch of empty netters. Uh, Zach Cassian in a contract year has had a great start to the season, 13 goals, 26 points in 37 games. Ryan Nugent Hopkins will be a former Flame. James Neal, he scored seven goals last year. He's at 16 goals right now, 10 on the power play. And on the right side, Josh Archibald. The Oilers are looking for somebody to step up. That player may not be currently here in Edmonton, uh, but Archibald is in there at least in the short term. Gaetan Haas tonight will center Joe Kim Nygaard and Alex Chason. Jujar Kera back in. Marcus Granlin, who was quiet, that's the polite term, against Vancouver the other night. He'll be with Riley Sheehan and Patrick Russell. Oscar Clefbaum playing 25-48 per game, second in the NHL to Drew Doughty, will be with Adam Larson, Darnell Nurse, who has 16 even-strength points this year. Clefbaum, by the way, has nine. Uh, Darnell Nurse will be with Ethan Bear, Chris Russell with Caleb Jones. Miko Koskinen starts in goal. Now, neither of the two teams have skated for the last three days. The Oilers, uh, despite the fact that Tampa Bay went three for four the other night in the power play, Edmonton went uh, one for two in Vancouver. The Oilers are still number one in the league at 29.8%, but the Oilers are falling in other numbers. Um, 20th in goals for, 17th goals against, uh, 27th shots for, uh, 27th on the faceoffs. Power play, though, it's been good. And just to illustrate the point, McDavid and Dry settled at 28 and 26 points, respectively. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl, 26 power play points. It's 14 more than the guy that leads the Calgary Flames, Matthew Kajuk. The Flames are 7-3-1 since Jeff Ward has taken over. Edmonton comes in with a record of 20-16-4 through 40 games. In 39 games, the Flames are 19-15-5. Let's see. Sean Monaghan will be with Johnny Goodrow and Backlund. That's right. Uh, Michael Backlund, who had been centering their second line, has been moved up to the right side there as they flip Backlund and Elias Lindholm. Lindholm last year, 78 points. Reoccurring trend for the Flames, just a, a precipitous drop of several of their top players. Flames have got a worse negative goal differential in the Edmonton Oilers right now. Uh, just to illustrate the point, I mean, 
terms of point-wise. Johnny Goodrow had 99 points last year in 82 games. He has 29 points in 39 games this year. So Goodrow with Monahan and Backlund. I expect to see Lindholm with Matthew Kachuk, who's a, a consistent, hard-nosed, net front presence. Great pick for the Flames at six. And uh, Maggiapani. Uh, the Flames will also have Derek Ryan, who's plus six, leading Calgary amongst their forwards, with Milan Lucic, the former Oiler. Uh, Lucic coming into tonight's game with three goals. Of course, James Neal has 16. If there's a 10-goal spread between the two at the end of the year, the Edmonton Oilers have to give up a third-round pick. But uh, Derek Ryan, the former Alberta Golden Bear, with Milan Lucic and Dylan Dubé, who is a uh, very good junior in Kelowna and a real spark plug for the Flames. And then drawing back in tonight, fourth-line center, guy that's having a horrendous year, Mark Jankowski, 17 and 14 goals the last two years. He's got one assist and minus 11 in 32 games this year. Uh, he uh, will be centering their fourth line. Uh, Bennett will be up there as well for the Calgary Flames. So they got a they got a deep squad. They got a good team. Should have been better than they were early in the year. On defense, Giordano with Brody, Hannafin and Hamannick. Uh, Brody and Hamannick both UFAs at the end of the year. Shillington and Rasmus Anderson. David Reddick starts in goal. He's 16, 8, and 5 at 2.71 goals against average, 9.15 save percentage. Miko Koskinen for the Edmonton Oilers, uh, who comes in with a record of 13-7-2, 2.66 goals against average, and a 9-17 save percentage. All right, let's get into it. It's the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. And we will tell you that uh, we are going to start with some thoughts from Dave Tippett. Says the break came at a good time. Well, I did. That was a tough stretch for us, for sure. And we we were uh, we knew going into the the break, but we talked about it. You know, at the start of that tough stretch, how it's going to tell a lot about our team and things we need to improve on. And I think, uh, in hindsight, we got a lot of those things. Now, it's coming back quick break after uh, after a, a break where you can catch your breath a little bit. Uh, one quick game, and then we play. Uh, we've got three days off, so. We'll, uh, with this being our 41st game, we'll get the halfway point. There's some things that we have to address, and uh, but tonight we got to focus on getting some energy, prepared for a game that both teams have been off for three days. That, from my experience, usually ends up being a bit of a sloppy game. So take care of the details. Make sure you're competing on pucks and and not giving a game away rather than find a way to win a game. Josh Archibald tonight will play in the second line with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and James Neal. Here's Dave Tippett. It's not only just score, stabilize, create some chances. We're looking for somebody that's a, a fit there. Archie's played pretty well lately, so we're trying to just trying to balance things out a little bit, but we haven't found the exact fit there yet for sure. Dave Tippett was also asked about how the Oilers mitigate Milan Lucic's impact for the Calgary Flames tonight. Lucic played here for a while. The players know him well. I mean... Luch has been in the league a long time. You know how he plays, but I'm more worried about how our guys are going to play tonight. I'm sure Luch is going to come out and play hard and work hard, and and any player that plays against their old team, that's what they're going to do. But our guys need to focus on coming back out of the break and playing well, so that's what I'm worried about tonight. Darnell Nurse, of course, fought Milan Lucic when Lucic was with Los Angeles. Nurse had this to say on playing against Lucic. Yeah, Lucic has obviously uh, had, had a great career, and he's been, uh, you know, he's a force on the ice every time he's on the ice. So um, he's, always, uh, he's always a guy when you play against him, everyone's aware of, of when he's on the ice. And, 
uh, it'd be no different, but uh, it's a big, uh, big game to uh, two good teams going at. So that's, uh, that's the biggest, biggest focus here. All right, and uh, Connor McDavid was asked about what James Neal has meant to the Edmonton Oilers lineup. Yeah, he's been great. Um, you know, he scored a bunch of goals, obviously, um, and and uh, you know he's he's been around a lot. He's won a lot. Um, you know, he's won everywhere he's been, pretty much. So, um, you know, those are th- those are things that are uh, traits that he has that uh, you, know, you can't teach. So, um, you know, he's uh, he's definitely been been great in our locker room. James Neal, conversely, uh, commented on what's made Edmonton a good fit for him so far. Neal coming into tonight's game with 16 goals and 23 points. Again, Milan Lucic, three goals and eight points. Um, well, I think it's a combination of things. I think, uh, you know, getting that chance to, to play and um, going out there and, um, um, you know, having having the ability to, to, to play a lot more, I think, is the biggest thing. I think, uh, you know, getting an opportunity on the first power play is obviously huge. Uh, but uh, just have, being surrounded by uh, a lot of great, uh, a lot of great players that are helping me out too. So I had a good summer. Um, came back in refocused and and ready to go. Obviously last year was hard, and um, for whatever reason wasn't a fit, and felt like I wasn't getting that chance. And um, you know, he, he, as a player, you just want want that uh, want that chance. So um, I got that here, and it's uh, it's worked out well. Zach Cassian, a contract year for him. He's been terrific on right wing, five-on-five, playing with McDavid and Drysaddle. Uh, And Cassian's been a bit of a victim, too. I think he's minus five on empty net goals so far this season. Uh, Connor and Leon, minus seven. And and I'm counting goals that go into the empty net. I know the Oilers uh, have scored a couple when actually having the goalie pulled. James Neal's got two. But uh, anyway, Zach Cassian, he's a plus player. He's got 13 goals, 26 points in 37 games. He had this to say on the key tonight versus Calgary. I think we have to be disciplined. I think they're a good team, but so are we. I think our special teams have been good. Our 5-on-5, our five five, we'd like to get better, but um, these games, if, if things emotional boil over, you tend to be in the box all night. You tend to be chasing the game. Uh, it's important that we keep our emotions in check, and I think it's important that we play a simple game. There's no... There's no secret that both teams are off for three days, so it's going to be rusty. But I think um, with that in mind, if we play a simple game, play a predictable game, we'll give us uh, give ourselves the best chance to win. Uh, there was also a visitor for what the, about the second straight game, maybe at Rogers uh, Place. Uh, last week it was Chuba Hubbard from Oklahoma State who are in action tonight in their NCAA bowl game. Today it was Alfonso Davies, uh, the Canadian superstar soccer players. I mean. It's not often that you have a Canadian soccer player that plays for Bayern Munich. I, I guess Owen Hargraves did before he went off to Manchester United and he had his career tanked. Uh, but anyways, I digress. Davies has got a higher ceiling. He's actually playing fullback right now. He's an attacking midfielder for Canada when he played for the Whitecaps. But when you're playing for Bayern Munich, you're playing for one of the best sides in the we- uh, world. Here's Alfonso Davies. Yeah, things are going good. Um, I'm playing a little bit more games now. Um, you know, getting some minutes uh, with uh, with the team, and training's been going well. You know, I'm trying to keep in shape, healthy as much as possible. And Alfonso was asked a question on Leon Drysettle's football fandom and his own brief hockey career. Yeah, he told me uh, when he was like, I think eight. He started. Uh, he played soccer for a year, but then I guess it wasn't for him, so he stuck to hockey. Um, I also tried hockey for about a week, and I didn't. I didn't really enjoy it too much because you know, obviously, it was too cold, and uh, and football was uh, football was uh, everything that I wanted to do. There you go. That's Alfonso Davies. What a story! And again, they they moved him uh, to a fullback. 
Uh, I think he's playing left fullback right now for Bayern, who are one of the top four uh, teams, I would suggest, on the planet, right? I mean, mind you, the way Liverpool is going, you'd have to suggest it. I have no idea why we have this rush of sound in the building right now, but, you know, Barcelona, Real Madrid, uh, Liverpool, Manchester City, and perhaps Bayern Munich and PSG. Those would probably be the six best sides I think most people would suggest. I, I don't want to... Hey, that's what... You're in your... They're spending the most, put it that way. All right, again, we have Mark Spector later. Uh, we're going to bring in Reed Milk Wilkins momentarily. But first, we are going to go to NHL Today. It is brought to you by... Elite Promotional Marketing, building tailored branded programs to your team or business where your order is done on time every time. Elite Promotional Marketing. And here's Brendan Escott. Thanks, Bob. Ten other games across the NHL tonight. Toronto is in New Jersey and Winnipeg hosts St. Louis as the other Canadian content. Habs forward Jesperi Kokaniemi will return from a lengthy absence as he recovers from a, or recovered now from a concussion. Penguins general manager Jim Rutherford says they will open contract extension talks with defenseman Marcus Peterson as soon as the window opens, meaning after January 1st. And they reportedly had a framework in place for a longer-term deal in the offseason, but were a bit hamstrung by the salary cap. Team Canada won a tournament-opening thriller over the U.S. at the World Juniors yesterday. Alexei Lafreniere dazzled with a four-point effort. Tomorrow, Canada-Russia, 11 a.m. Ched time. Bakersfield Condors begin weekend action tomorrow at home against Stockton. Then Sunday, they are on the road in San Jose. Jay Woodcroft's group trying to claw back into the Pacific Division race but trailing uh, division leader Tucson by 22 points now. And the Edmonton Oil Kings resume action tonight on the road against the Red Deer Rebels. They lead the Central Division by six points over Medicine Hat but did officially announce today that goaltender Todd Scott has left the team for personal reasons. Don Hayes' son Colby Hay has been called up to back up Sebastian Kossa for the time being. Bob, I'm taking a peek up at the television here. Germany is up 3-2 over the USA. Uh, seven minutes remaining in the second period at the World Juniors as well. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, Priceline. Absolutely. A bit of an upset there. All right, when we come back, Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports, 1222 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Mike Smith from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. We do a good job of taking care of ourselves and, and uh, you know, make sure we're doing the right things off the ice and, and getting our rest. So you know, that's, that's what being a pro is all about, is, is uh, making sure you're ready to go each and every night. Obviously, uh, now we have a little bit of a, a stretch where you know, we have a couple of days off and then our break, and um, you know, so it'll be a little bit different, but um, you, know, you got to find a way to, to stay in a routine and a rhythm, and, and uh, yeah. All right. Uh, Vince Lombardi once said, fatigue makes cowards of us all. That was in Jerry Kramer's book, Instant Replay. That's a great book. Great book. You like that book? Yeah. Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports here. Reed, uh, and I'll, I'll be completely frank with you. One of the guys that's really personally educated me on this topic has been Steve Hall. Steve is Taylor's dad, okay? And Steve is uh, played in the CFL and ended up being a Canadian bobsledder and talked all the time about scheduling and how important that was. And 
the Oilers had 13 games over 24 days, and I won't, uh, you know, I've had the occasional contact with Steve. He's successfully predicted when certain teams would uh, struggle. And you take, I, I think one of the things that's overlooked on a day-to-day basis by because people say, well, damn it, they're professionals. They should be able to go out there and play, you know, uh, three straight weeks of four games in six days and be able to overcome that. And so what? It's an excuse, 13 games in 24 days. I got news for you. In the NHL, with the way the makeup is with the salary cap, it is a factor. Now, that said, the Oilers have to capitalize it on it here moving forward. They played the most games in the league to this point. They just came off a brutal stretch. They got revealed in certain areas that they're weak. Do you buy that? Is it is it a legitimate factor in why teams struggle at times? Oh, I, I, I think at times. Uh, you know, I, I had Joaquin Gage on my show a couple weeks ago, and I, I enjoyed the way he put it about playing McDavid and Drysaddle as much as they play. He said, yes, they're in good shape and they're used to it and they want to play a lot, but it's like body blows in boxing. You're not going to knock the guy out immediately, but later on you might have a little advantage because you've worn him down a little bit. And I think that's what all those minutes do to those players. Look, I, I, yes, there are, there are areas of a schedule that are tougher on teams. Dave Tippett gave that great clip earlier in the season where he said it's not so much back-to-backs anymore that are difficult because of the way teams travel. But, yeah, four and six, you know, five and eight, or, or back and forth, home and away, I think can make a difference. Having said all that, I, I still think this takes us back to a problem that the Oilers have and, and had last year, is they don't have a lot of depth. Uh, they're not so, I, I, specifically with the two big guys, how, how, what's the best way to limit the minutes for McDavid and Dreisaitl? You have a two or three goal lead in the third period. But what's the best way to have a two or three goal lead in the third period? Play the snot out of those two guys because they're your two best players. So it's a bit of a catch-22. When there. I have a guy tell me on August the 15th, this is what's going to happen with your team this year, and that's exactly what happens with the team. says they're going to get off to a good start because they got a good schedule early, and then their schedule's going to bite them in December. It's remarkable. That what it did is. he say what's going to happen now? He says they have a chance to get going here again. Because they're because of how, how uh, easy their workload is in the month of January. Well, I gotta say I don't mind that road trip the way it's spread out, and yeah. they've been they, quite frankly they're a better road team than home team now over yeah. the over the last yeah. probably seven weeks. And it's been more noticeable with Drysaddle again minus twenty five over the last nineteen games, and I, I think what happens is you see yourself at the top of the food well, chain scoring right. And we've seen with Drysaddle, and, and you wonder as he gets older, not just as a hockey player, but as a person, how he handles some of the adversity. Yep. Because he's a player, you can sense the frustration. Because oh, yeah. you see him do things one-on-one, and, and the fatigue, I think, and the frustration really shows on him. Whereas McDavid, he, maybe some nights he doesn't have the explosiveness. Okay, well, maybe he's trying to pass a little more, be a little craftier, and not force as many plays. And he finds a different way to be effective. I still, look, as great as Leon is, we're splitting hairs here, but I, I still think he's learning how to play through some of those times. It's December 27th, and tonight is the first Battle of Alberta. What's well, with that? Speaking of the schedule, and then what, it's four times in the next five weeks, I think, yeah. and then one later later of the season. I'm glad it's five times because you got to play one team in your division five times in the Pacific. I'm glad it's Edmonton-Calgary. I think that should be a mainstay of the schedule. Um, 
I think I think you prefer them spaced out, right? You get an early one in, maybe a couple mid-season, then a couple down the stretch. But it's meaningful. I mean, I was talking to Pat Steinberg this morning. It's it's a meaningful battle of Alberta. They're separated by a point within the division. They're fighting with three other teams for those three automatic playoff spots. So it's fun that all these games should mean a lot. Reed, what time is the face-off show at tonight? It's at 5 tonight, Bob. Special two-hour edition. You're still good for 5.30, buddy. There you go. Let's go to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Back with Elliot Friedman for the River Cree Resort and Casino. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.